Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today is the 25th of May, 2022. And on today's show, we have a three-game set of the Nationals and the Dodgers. To recap, the Nationals drop the first two, and then they win the third game of the series, their first win against the Dodgers since game five of the 2019 NLDS. So obviously an important win uh, there. It kind of recalls back some memories. Talk about today's series or today's game, the entire series, what it means for the Nats moving forward, all that and more coming up on today's show. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast, 25th of May, 2022. Glad you all uh, are joining us today. Uh, So the Nationals had a three-game series against the Dodgers, and they took the final game of the series, so they go one and two. Set everything up. Before we do, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcast, and we're on YouTube as well. Sending those questions to us. Love having you guys comment on the videos. If you haven't checked out some of the recent work, it's been pretty good. Lindsey Crosby and I had some conversations about, hey, uh, you know, what could a Juan Soto trade package look like? And, you know, I talked about good work on the channel. He went above and beyond creating a bunch of possible trade packages for the nationals from different teams. And we talked about them. We tweaked some of them. We talked about some that might be acceptable. We'd love for you guys to go check out that episode and also tell us your thoughts about some of those trade packages. A lot of them very interesting. I thought a lot of them were actually, uh, there were some that were fair and that could have been tweaked, you know, a player or two uh, here or there. And, you know, maybe the nationals do consider one of those deals for Juan Soto. So make sure you guys check those out. Those episodes are in your podcast feed. They're also, uh, you guys can find them. Uh, on YouTube as well. All right, so where the Nationals sit right now? Well, they are uh, 15 and 30. This puts them right now, they're actually going to be, uh, I think, let's see, 13 and a half games back. Or I, They haven't updated the standings. I'm not sure yet the Mets game. Um, but they're around somewhere 13, 14 games back of the Mets. They are currently six and a half back of the uh, Phillies. Uh, and in that range, like six and a half, around six and a half, because they haven't updated these once again. Uh, they are now, they have now gotten to um, six and 17 at home. So glad they're taking that step forward. They have a minus 63 run differential. They have one game, one game uh, now in there, three and seven in their last 10. So the Nationals not playing great baseball, but we knew that as well. So um, look, you know, th- this series felt like in the beginning, the first two games, especially not really competitive 10-1 and then nine to four. And we'll go over those games. The Nationals offense scores six runs throughout the entire series and really struggled on the whole. And, um, you know, we talked about them, like there's a disconnect. Their average, like, you know, the team average is good, but the thing the Nats really do struggle with is extra base hits. It's not a team that's hitting, you know, a lot of doubles, a lot of triples, uh, home runs, driving in guys in scoring position. 
this team is just not there right now when it comes to that. And we've known that. And look, there's not a lot of guys in this team that, you know, have a ton of pop. Like there's Soto, there is Cruz, there is Bell. But like outside of that, I mean, Cesar Hernandez, not a lot of pop. Alcides Escobar, not a lot of pop. Lane Thomas, not a lot of pop. Michael Franco's got Michael Franco's got some pop, right? He's there, and Riley Adams can have some pop. K. Bear Ruiz does sometimes. Obviously, you know, he's catcher's not playing every single day. Um, this team, like, you know, and the pop really hasn't shown that much. Um, you know, I, I know Soto had a power surge, but it's not like he's had a red hot, you know, hitting season. Nelson Cruz obviously is just rallying now and kind of getting the bat in form. We'll talk about him in a little bit. But, you know, that offense continues to struggle, and it did against good pitching. But let's talk about that, that, that game today. We'll work backwards, as we always do. Um, the Nationals win 1-0 to over the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, uh, this game, you know, the offense was not excellent. But the big story for me is Eric Fetty continues – his stretch of really strong starts for Fetty six innings, four hits, no runs, one walk, one walk on the day and uh, six K's in 90 innings. Now there was some traffic on the base pads a little bit. Yeah, but he was fantastic today. And, you know, I saw him in the dugout having a conversation with Dave Martinez, you know, maybe does he go out there again, but we saw last time they sent him out for an extra inning. Uh, you know, he gave up a couple home runs right off the bat. So, you know, that's that's probably good that they decided to pull the trigger, you know, I guess, or, you know, pull the trigger on getting him out of the game a little faster and got to shout out Carl Edwards Jr., got to shout out Kyle Finnegan, got to shout out Tanner Rainey. And, uh, you know, let's get to, we'll get to some of those guys here in a second. But um, for, for Fetty, this was one of the best days that he has had, especially with control of his pitches. You know, he was really in command from the get-go today. And I, I had talked about, you know, really the month he is putting together, and they have, don't have the composite stats up now, but this will now put it at 27 and two-thirds innings worked on the month. Um, only 21 hits allowed. I'm doing the math in my head right now. In those 27 and two-thirds innings, just six earned runs allowed in that stretch. 14 walks is relatively high. And then the six K's today puts him at 23. So his numbers have been really strong. And, um, you know, the pitch count was high today, gets a big double play. I think it was in the fifth. That was really important. He's just in a groove right now. He is the best nationals starting pitcher right now. And that's pretty crazy to say. We talked about this with Matt Wyrick of NBC sports, Washington. We talked to, talked to him about this earlier in the week, y'all, but, but the idea of, you know, the last couple of years, he was maybe on the outside looking in. This was not a guy where it felt like he was going to be guaranteed a spot in this nationals rotation. He wasn't guaranteed a spot this year in the nationals rotation, right? But think about last year, Strasburg, Corbin, Scherzer, all those guys, you know, you think that we're going to see them, Joe Ross is there as well. Eric Fetty has the opportunity to join in into the mix. And there was, you know, kind of a fighting for that last, uh, last couple spots in that rotation. You come this year and, you know, there's, um, I, I thought it was him from the beginning, but you bring in Anibal Sanchez, excuse me. And you don't really know what's going to happen there with that, you know, that, that final spot. And so we didn't pencil him in as a starting pitcher the last two seasons, 
But nonetheless, he has gotten that role. And I think late last year and really the last month for him has been really strong. Um, let's see if he's going to make it. I'm still uh, on my other computer. If you guys uh, heard me the other day, um, my, my normal laptop just completely shut off. So we're, we're using phone for stats because the current computer I'm using is old. It cannot handle me opening other windows and also doing the video at the same time. So the Nationals in this month have one, two, three, four, five games left. So we, we know Eric Fetty's month uh, might not be done. He might have a, a chance to add one, one more really good game here in the rest of the month. And I just think, once again, it's important that while this team is bad, we acknowledge things that are going really well. And what's going really well right now for the Nationals is Eric Fetty. Look at the ERAs of the guys who are your starting pitchers right now. Josiah Gray, and we'll talk about him in a second, gets whipped the other night. He's up above, he's at 5.44 now. Patrick Corbin, 6.60 with a 1.69 whip, uh, minus 0.7 war. Uh, Joanna Dome, 6.97 for him. Aaron Sanchez, 7.16 for him. And then Josh Rogers, who's now gotten the pen, that's really helped the ERA get down, is at 4.40. So for the guys making starts, you know, Eric Fetty is, is kind of the best guy in that category right now. Once again, he's having a fantastic month. And this felt like it was almost the crown jewel of all of those performances because it was against a really good Dodgers team that had put up 19 runs the first two games of the series. Their bats were hot, and he cooled them off with the performance that he had today. And not to mention, you know, I, I mentioned this the other day, but let's mention this again. The number of good teams that Eric Fetty is pitched against on this run right now in the month of May he had the Rockies in the road. Or was that, that was that spectacular seven inning, six hits, one run. It was earned, two walks, and three Ks. Great performance there. Um, he has faced off against Colorado, the Angels. Uh, Houston was the one rough patch where he gives up the three earned runs in four innings, so not some disastrous start, but also they won the game. And then against Milwaukee last time, five and two-thirds, and it felt like he should have been out there to start the sixth, and he gave up two earned runs in that stretch still. 2.49 ERA now going into the uh, in, in this month, going into the day, and then obviously adds the six scoreless today. Picks up the win uh, right here, so he's three and three on the season. ERA now well below three at this point in time. Actually, I had it up here a second ago. Let me pull this up <coughs> for you all. Um, make sure I get this thing correct. Uh, shout out to CBS Sports for actually having it done by now. 3.55. The ERA for Eric Fetty in now um, in now the month, or at least the, the year, and then we'll see what it comes down to for the entire month of May. So Fetty, strong stuff. The, you know the bullpen guys we have to mention. So Carl Edwards Jr. in his first appearance gets absolutely rocked, and now he's been able to put together a bunch of really strong outings has not surrendered an earned run since that first outing against the Mets. It has now been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven consecutive outings for Carl Edwards Jr., all of them at least one inning of relief where he has not surrendered an earned run. So there is a guy, uh, add this to the to the docket on, on that today, that's going to make this eight consecutive games. Uh, oh, this is, yeah, it actually had that today. 
uh, seven, so seven consecutive games in relief for him where he is not allowed an earned run. He has really rounded into form. Kyle Finnegan today had some traffic on all these guys had traffic on the base pass, by the way, out of the bullpen. He looked really strong, was able to get themselves out of it. Um, and his, his pitching to me has really improved. I mean, he had a rough start to the year, but things for him have been going a lot better as of late. And then also Tanner Rainey, little dicey there in the ninth, headed to a three, two count and Trey Turner on deck could have walked. Um, I'm forgetting who it was the bottom of the order, but you know, a walk there turning things over to Will Smith, who's I think he is pinch hitting in that situation. Uh, I believe, you know, with Will Smith, it, it could have, it could have spelled disaster, but no, he gets out of it. And, and so for him uh, to get the job done there, really impressive to, to have those three guys stand up and look like when I say it's really impressive, it's because Carl Edwards Jr., Triple uh, A, right? Uh, Kyle Finnegan had been good, but like before the Nationals, his Nationals run, you know, no experience in the bigs. Tanner Rainey, whoo, yikes. At times this year, it's been yikes. Think about what happened last year, too. You got to be really happy with the way that he has delivered, uh, especially, you know, in, in, in some big moments this year in that nine spot. And also, he's not getting a ton of chances to close out games, uh, you know, and, and get saves. And so uh, gets the save today. But, you know, for him, uh, you know, he's had, at least this month, has not been the best month for him. So for him to rally like that uh, is, is very good. The Nationals, and also I think he is an asset too. We'll see what happens with his future. But I think it's somebody that, you know, if he keeps pitching this well, you know, the Nationals, as, as much as the lineup's hitting for average, I actually think it's weird to say their bullpen might help them get some of the better assets here, when we think about, you know, the trade deadline, a lot of this is, I learned a lot of the talk is what we're centered around here and we're appreciating some of the good play, but think about the trade deadline. When you get there, some of the arms they have in the bullpen, you know, Arano has been really good and they, they think they're doing on them. Erasmo Ramirez has been really good. Kyle Finnegan's been really good. Tanner Rainey has been really good. Carl Edwards now has been really good and improving. Uh, obviously a couple guys go down too, but so I think they've got some assets in the bullpen now and those guys continuing to pitch well. There were some mistakes today on the base paths. Alcides Escobar at third on that ball that was hit to short. No reason for him to get out at third. And also Juan Soto getting caught with Nelson Cruz up is a bad look. Luckily, the lineup did enough today to get the job done and get the win. The Nationals, they're having some of the better guys and some of the older guys, you know, playing like they're on a losing ball club. It's something to watch, too. All right, let's talk about the losses the Nationals took. But first, a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show was brought to you by Built Bar, Built.com today. That's built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off at built.com. They've got Built Go. They've got Built Boost. They've got Built Puffs. Uh, they've got everything you guys could want there for a healthy lifestyle, a delicious lifestyle as well. Once again, built.com today, promo code LOCK15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, LOCK15, for 15% off today. All right, the nine to four loss. This one, you know, really not a very close game. Uh, the, the Dodgers were all over the Nats. They got two in the first, three in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth. Also, you know, it was a three to two game, a three to two game at one point, but um, Walker Bueller settled in after that bad bottom of the first inning and pitched really well. Guys did not pitch well. Josiah Gray, um, folks, 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 three innings. Five hits, seven runs, all earned, three walks, five Ks, three 
home runs allowed. It's begin it's beginning to become a trend for him. It was a trend before. It's really kept up. He is just so well. He's pretty consistent, actually. I'll give him this. He is pretty consistent. But here's the problem for him: um, the number of home runs given up in his last few outings. Three into Los Angeles. One against Miami. Um, three against Houston and two against Los Angeles. This guy is, you know, this, this kid is, is really talented. We know he can be really good, but you know, well, well, Eric Fetty ironically has been the one stepping up against really good competition, getting the job done. When, when we've seen now save, uh, he did really well. Um, Josiah did when he pitched against the, the giants are off the month. But after that, man, like the Los Angeles game, Three earned runs, five and a third. That's fine, but a couple home runs right there. Six, uh, six earned runs allowed. Three homers allowed against the Astros. That one's tough right there. Good start against the Marlins. After that, they only allow a home run. It's fine though. Six innings, three runs that are earned. Seven Ks, no walks, and then three innings, five hits, seven runs, three earned. I mean, three of the five hits he gave up, guys, were home runs. This guy has a problem with his misses being bad, bad misses that he leaves over the zone. I think these are good lessons. I, I continue to think these are good lessons. How many times are you going to get burned by really good lineups? It's not like we, his stuff's not good enough. You know what I mean? We know his stuff is good enough. Uh, is good enough. Five Ks in the three innings that he pitched. Like we know he's got stuff to get guys out, generate swings and misses, but you're generating a whole lot of swings and hard contact as well. He's got to be better there uh, across the board in that situation. Also, what I want to shout out Carl Edwards. Uh, yesterday's game, inning in the third, three Ks. Uh, Finnegan also yesterday, too, worked a clean inning as well. So those guys doing a good job yesterday. Offense, um, K-Bear Ruiz and uh, Nelson Cruz, each having multi-hit games. Nelson Cruz, that's what kind of makes it painful to see the Nationals, or rather Juan Soto, take the bat out of his hands. Um, you know, this was their best offensive game of the series. They only scored four runs, though. Which leads us to the first game of the series. Ugh. Yikes, 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 yikes in this game. Tyler Anderson on the day for the Dodgers in a 10-1 win, eight innings, five hits, eight Ks, no walks, getting the job done. This was a 10-1 win. Joanna Doan gets tagged in this game. Four and two-thirds innings, seven hits, six runs. All six are earned four walks as well, in addition to four Ks, 92 pitches. Um, and also Austin Voth, another really horrible, it, it might be over for Austin Voth. Um, he has been absolutely God awful this year. He has a 9.35 ERA Austin Voth does on this season. So, um, I'll tell you what, if you're going to pair those two together, it, it's going to be a disaster for you. Austin Voth in seven and two thirds innings in the month here, uh, of May, a 14.09 ERA. And on this season, once again, it's north of nine. Both has been bad, um, you know, and so that, that's been something the Nationals have had to deal with here as well. But the pitching matchup kind of tells you the entire story here. Here, um, You know, the Nationals, one good, one good upshot here is they were three for five runners scoring position. They only scored one run, though, which is the huge issue out of all of this. Uh, Josh Bell, this was the game where he kind of got off, um, got off the schneid a little bit with, with a pair of hits. Uh, in this one. So that, that was actually something positive that happened, but overall, like, you know, once again, y'all, this is the seventh consecutive series that the nationals have dropped. Now 
Tomorrow we're going to preview the Colorado Rockies series. Um, this is an opportunity maybe for the Nats to break that streak. Rockies have been really bad so far. Uh, so the Nationals have been awful at home. But positive things. The pen is showing up big time, all right? They've got some valuable commodities there. Maybe for the Nationals, they keep them for years to come you know, to, to help them build next year or you know down the road. Maybe they get rid of these guys and flip them for good prospects because we know people need pitching. Carl Edwards Jr. has been fantastic since that first game against the Mets. Kyle Finnegan is on a roll right now. Tanner Rainey shows you he can get out some big spots. Maybe he goes somewhere, and I doubt he'd be the closer, but with the stuff that he has and the year he's had so far and a new role for him, maybe a seventh, maybe an eighth guy, eighth inning guy on a team that needs a guy. So uh, those guys have been good. And then Eric Fetty continuing to deliver really good starts against really good lineups. He's earned his keep. He's going to remain in the Nationals rotation. There's no doubt about that. He also, too, has become a really strong asset. But his month of May has been absolute fire from a pitching perspective. The best Nationals pitcher right now, it's Eric Fetty, folks. All right, that will do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Next time, my friends, as always, stay safe.